This is the Closing Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Riley Smith. We're on the phone with Bill Moore of Price Futures Group as we get towards the end of the trading session today. Uh, Bill, what did we see going on in the ag marketplace? Well, we've had a lot of upheaval this week, both uh, geopolitical and, uh, you know, the grain zone fundamentals. And uh, we are stabilizing, at least in the corn market today, at uh, around 594 or so, uh, unchanged. So, uh, you know, that's a that's a positive. Um you know, we had, uh, of course, uh, Nancy Pelosi was uh, in Taiwan. I uh, wasn't sure she was going to go there, but uh, we are allies with uh, Taiwan, and that, that's a sticking point with China, who considers Taiwan part of their country. So that raised, uh, that wasn't good for the market. Market went down on that, uh, afraid that maybe there'd be sanctions or that would impact our trade with China. Uh, what happened in, instead? was they just had military drills uh, in and around Taiwan, uh, you know, protesting the, her visit there and made limiting the imports and all that. It was all kind of uh, a protest between Taiwan and China, not so much the U.S. and, and, and China. So uh, I think that's it was more saber-rattling saber than anything else, and, uh, you know, it's not going to have a long-term effect on the trade, but there was concern about that. So that's that's gone. She's... Uh, has uh, thank God has left um, the country there, and uh, so we, that issue I think is going to be behind us. We also had issues with the crop ratings. That was a negative coming into the week, three o'clock on Monday. Uh, crop ratings were uh, surprisingly um, pretty darn good, uh, considering the heat we had last week. Sixty-one percent in the corn stayed unchanged. That's good to excellent. Beans went from fifty-nine to sixty. And spring wheat had a nice move from 68 to 70. So that was another negative for the market. Um, and uh, uh, as well, the uh, I think what you're going to see now, the market focus is going to go back to the weather, which is still uh, pretty toasty out there in a lot of areas. And also the Watsi report, uh, which happens next week uh, at uh, on Friday at uh, uh, 11 o'clock. So all eyes will be in that report. Early yield estimates out of Stonex have pegged uh, the uh, corn market at 176, um, 176 bushels per acre, and pegged the uh, the bean <clears throat> yield at uh, 51.3. And they're normally a little higher than the USDA, and those numbers aren't great. Uh, again, I think my characterization of the crop is it's a good crop, but not a great crop. And I think to refill the pipelines, we needed a great crop. I don't see that happening. Uh, Ukraine, uh, another issue uh, this week. Last week, the first ship uh, sailed from there to with corn to Lebanon first, and since February when the war started. The $64 question is, is that going to open the floodgates? Is there going to be you know ships every day or a couple of weeks and this and that? And the jury is definitely still out on it. The logistics of getting the ship out of there is huge. The insurance, uh, then you got to make sure that the companies, uh, the workers there are out of harm's way. It is a war zone. So it's not going to be so easy to get back up to snuff shipping out of Ukraine, even though one ship already made it. Uh, so I think the jury's still out on what kind of impact that's going to have uh, on the markets overall. But, you know, initially, that first ship sale, and there was a knee jerk down in the markets. That, along with Pelosi's visit to Taiwan, was why we were down the first couple of days this week, but now the market's trying to stabilize, at least in, in the case of the corn. 
and uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, Europe is still a hot and dry issue. Uh, it's not just us. they got weather issues. Europe, uh, they're talking at least a 10% production reduction in their, in, their, in their crops out there. The outsides are a little mixed today. Dollars up 30. That's not good for uh, grain demand. Stock market is up. That's good for the economy, up 422. Uh, ever since we've been raising these interest rates, uh, the market's gone up. It's almost a buy the rumor, sell the fact. Uh, wonder You're kind of wondering if uh, what they're tacked to raise these rates, actually three-quarters of a percent in the last two months isn't working. But the stock market has not made new lows for several months, which is a positive. Um, so overall, I, I think we're going to go back to the weather. And uh, I don't think the uh, Pelosi visit uh, is going to have a long-term negative effect on China, U.S.-China trade. Um, and we'll look at how the weather fares as we are in a critical time for soys. Uh, as well, you know, the, we got a big report a week from Friday, and we'll see how the yields uh, shape up with the ones that the Stonex put out this week. Uh, Livestock-wise, it's a banner day for the cattle. Uh, hogs kind of taking a breather from the up to cattle. Uh, as a stalwart today, up 175. If you look at the chart of our cattle, um, it's uh, it's made a heck of a move here. It's come out of a congestion area it's been in going back to mid-May between, let's say, 143 and 136. Markets on the upside uh, breaking out. Um, I think there's several reasons for the strength in the hogs. Um, you've got uh, the weather's taking a toll on the cattle herd. Uh, the death loss has been greater than normal. The pastures are drying up, so it's caused liquidation. And demand, I think, is a little better. Uh, uh, my neck of the woods gas has, has come down quite a bit in the last two or three weeks. This guy, I think, leaves more room on the budget for, for buying meats and uh, possibly steaks and all. And the, grist, the, the best demand period of the year is still underway going into the end of this uh, month into the Labor Day weekend. So for all those reasons, the kale, I think, breaking out on the upside and may take a shot at the highs, uh, 147 and a half on the October contract that were made back in late April. All right, Bill, lots of great information today. For those of our listeners who would like to learn more and get in touch and even check out your newsletter, how can they do that? Uh, 630-947-5176, uh, wmortpricegroup.com. Uh, check out the uh, um, com is my news, my email. Um, sign up for my newsletter, Agmaster. Or uh, the company website, www.pricegroup.com. Look at the uh, bios and Jack Scoville, myself. We've both been here at Price a long time. Be glad to help you out. That again was Bill Moore of Price Futures Group. We'll have the numbers next. At the close, September corn is up a quarter of a cent at 5.91 and a half. December corn up two even at 5.96 and a quarter. August soybeans down 11 and a quarter at 15.58 even. November soybeans down 16 and three quarters at 13.69 and three quarters. Soybean meal down 280 at 431.40. Soy oil down 51 cents at 68.82. Chicago wheat is down 11 even at 763 and three quarters. Minneapolis spring wheat up two even at 875 and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat down six and three quarters at 835 and a half. And September oats down 10 and a half at 410 and a half. On the mark, August live cattle up 132 at 137.90. August feeders up 122 at 179.35. August lean hogs up 115 at 121 even. Pork cutout down 47 cents at 106.67. And class 3 milk down 34 at 20.09.
And that's been a check of the closing market numbers. Thanks again to Bill Moore of Price Futures Group for joining us today here on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network, where Iowa Ag matters. I'm Riley Smith.